You're listening to a Skewed Orbit original podcast. Friends, how are you? Welcome back to the Rachel LaForce Show. This is me, Rachel LaForce. As you know, I'm not going to say it. Those of you that have been listening, you're like, we get it because the podcast of any other name is harder to Google. Uh, there you go. She said it anyway. Do you know what I mean? Jedi mind trick. How are we? This is a spiritual podcast from me. Very funny comedian. Uh, for folks like you who may or may not be spiritual, um, I also think it's hilarious that we deem people spiritual or not as though it's something that you can just opt into versus like it's happening whether you want to pay attention to it or not whether you do quote-unquote opt-in or not um so that's a lot of what we talk about I'm excited I'm just excited about life in general which can I say I don't know the last time that I felt that way where I was like oh what's gonna happen that feels awesome that feels so good to genuinely be like, all right, let's just like fuck around and find out. You know what I mean? How's this going to go? That feels so nice. I, in fact, I don't know. Wow. I don't know if I've ever felt that way. Even like leaving high school, going into college, it was more apprehension, I think, than excitement. And it's for the first time where I'm like, wow, what is going to happen? <laughs> you know, like there is some, you know, hashtag Instagram quote that I saw this week. And it was like, um, I'm going to keep going just so I can find out what happens. And that's how this phase feels. So I want to talk about why that is, how I got here. I don't necessarily think there's like a roadmap, but I'm just going to offer you what my experience has been a little bit, a truncated version, okay? I know you guys are like, LaForce, you're very long-winded. I'm going to give you a truncated version, at least what I've been experiencing and noticing about life and my body-mind connection this last week. And here is something else I will say. The more that I share about what's going on with me, the truth of what's going on with me without the details that, you know, are for me and don't need to be for the world. But as long as I'm sharing that and the more that all of you have been like, oh my gosh, me too. I'm so glad. Thank you for sharing that. I don't feel so alone. Is the more that I'm convinced that we are all one consciousness and this whole idea of like individuation and that we're, we're all separate. Because I do think there's something to us being individuals. I think having an individual journey and gifts, experiences, etc., is beautiful. That's how we learn from each other, right? I've been talking a lot about this recently where I'm like, uh, if you've been following along through the month of May, I did uh, 31 mental health tips. May is Mental Health Awareness Month. So I gave you a different tip every day. If, you, if you're like, what? This is happening? You can go back to my Instagram and go to YouTube uh, and you can check out all of those uh, tips and tricks, right? doesn't have to be just for May. But something that I 
posted about was taking in other people's art taking in other people's knowledge. And it was so funny. I love, big fan of Pete Holmes's podcast. And he was talking about that with somebody. And I was like, oh my gosh, I say that all the time. Where he was like, one of the things I love about having a podcast and interviewing people or all these things is like, you literally get to, like, it's stealing information, right? In the best way. Meaning like other people, I'm never going to become a scientist. Shocker, right? I'm, I'm probably never going to go back to school and get a master's degree for, you know, climate. I don't even know what a master's degree for that would be, right? But all of these things, but what we can do, there are people that are doing that. So it's like, why not be able to like, just kind of take a slice of cake from them and be like, give me the cliff notes, baby. Like there's just so much information and knowledge and experience that's around us all of the time that that's what we should be doing. It's like, share it. You know, it's like share like your gifts, share what you've learned, share what you're creating, because that's the way in which we all, I think, develop and even just like delight in the things that other people are doing right with their lives. So that's a little bit of a segue, but it, it is a lot of what I want to share today of this idea of staying present, of being here for your life. What does that mean? Uh, what does it mean to share and all of these things? So as you know, I've been on a hashtag healing journey and I finally feel in this place of, oh, this is the beginning again. Like I think I got so far away from myself with choices that I was making. And that's a whole podcast for a different day of like, what do we do when we abandon ourselves and how do we abandon ourselves in relationships and fear and codependency and so much of the, the things that we may or may not have learned from our parents or our caregivers really weighs and indicates the next choices we leave or we make when we, you know, leave the house theoretically, right? And I feel like for the last five years, I have been, you know, when you have to make, you know, when you make croissants, <laughs> you know, when you're just croissant making at home and you have to like fold the dough over, right? And then you put more butter in it and then you fold it over again and you fold it over again. And you, it, it's, you know, that's the process of doing it so that when you, you know, it's baked and you open it, hopefully it has all of these beautiful kind of like layers and things like that, Right. There's a word for it and I can't remember it. And if you're listening to this, you're being like, it's so-and-so. You're just like angry, just yelling it in the car. Um, <laughs> I don't remember what it's called. And that's what I feel like I've been doing the last five and a half years was I was kind of going back in of all of the, I don't want to say damage that I did, but I will say lack of belief in myself is what got me to making those choices, right? I don't think it's about damage or that I made bad choices. I made the choices that I made, right? And unfortunately, they were not from a place of self-love or self-belief or self-confidence. Uh, and so it really got me off the path. So I feel like as soon as I woke up, it was like, holy shit, I'm sober now. I'm like feeling all these things that I've been running away from. Oh my gosh, I'm having this spiritual awakening. There's so much more to this life. I'm capable of so much more. How did I get to this place? And it was just kind of like, you know, folding it in and folding it in and folding it in. And now we're here. And so 
it's like, okay, I did all of that work to heal back to what I feel is like the starting point. Like it almost feels like in Candyland when you get knocked back, it's like, go back to start, right? It's like, that's what the journey has been. And now we're here and it's like, all right, try again, have some fun. And so I think being aware of that is, is a lot of the excitement of like, holy shit, it's so true where it's like everything you need, you already have. And I think now really having like taken stock of like, okay, what, what do I have? What do I really want to do? What have I done? What do I not want to do again? And now being like, okay, I've, you know, packed my theoretical pack, so to speak, right? And it's like, all right, let's go on a motherfucking journey. You know, like that's really how I feel because it also, I think there, without being like too sappy, I think there's this huge amount of just like gratitude of like, holy shit, I'm so fucking glad that I woke up at the time that I did. Like, not that I ever think that like, I mean, you could be 65 and listening to this and being like, girl, I just woke up. You know, like I I, I think any time that we decide to live in service of ourselves is a great fucking day, okay? Uh, so again, this is just my experience where I'm like, I'm so grateful that I woke up when I did because I think there's this sense, especially I know a lot of you that listen to this were around the same age and there is this sense of like, well, it's all over now. Like I'm almost 40 and it's like, dude, you still have so many like living years left, dog. Like there's so, so much left. There's so much left. And I feel like it's just society that's been like, well, you got to do this. You got to do that. Like if we're, if, if I'm trying to live my life based on the way that society said that I should live it, that means that like the rest of my life is just going to be boring AF. Like basically now, according to society, I'm just waiting around for grandkids like that. You know what I mean? Like, okay. Started a career, got married, had babies. Okay. Bought a house. Well, congratulations. That's like all of the life mile markers. It's like, how? first of all, how boring. Like doing things the way that quote unquote they're supposed to be done is so fucking square. I'm sorry. At this point, I'm like, I'm so bored by just the quote unquote right way or the path or like just any of that. It's just like, oh, so boring. There's no room for like exploration, self-expression. Now that's not to say if organically your life has just happened that way. I'm not just like shitting on, you know, all other ways of doing it. But I think generally speaking, we've actually created and then tried to live within a system that is so fucking boring, (laughs) you know, like gross. Um, and so I, I'm just so grateful that it's like, I'm only 37. I'm only 37. And like, this is the beginning where it's like, I've been so blessed to have this amazing partner and have two beautiful, healthy sons. And it's like, we did that. And I know some of that might be hard to hear if you're in this place where you're like alone in your car you've just gone through a breakup or you're, you know, wherever you are, where it's just that place of like, oh, well, good for you, right? (laughs) Like, and I get it because when I started listening to podcasts like this, when I started expanding myself and the way that I'm sure you're seeking, if you're listening to this right now and you're listening to it in that way, I was there. That's where I was. I was driving to a bartending job in Santa Monica with like a car that was just, 
I was going broke trying to fix this Volvo. I'm like, you know, everything was just felt broken. And I'm like, how in the world am I going to get in now? So it was funny. I, I saw the quote again today of like, when nothing changes, nothing changes. And I was like, you know what? There's something about the simplicity of that, that I'm just like, what a great mantra. Because it takes all of like the sap, the emotion, the Rachel of force out of it. And it's like, look, you know, like it just feels like a third base coach, you know, like, just like listen, if nothing changes, nothing changes. And it's true. Because yes, I, I recognize we all have different privileges, different resources. And so obviously, I'm sure for me than perhaps other people, I was maybe able to get to this place, quote unquote, sooner because of those things. But also resources and opportunity, that's still all external stuff. So when you talk about like the real internal shift, nobody else can do that for you. Privilege can't do that for you. Education can't do that for you. Like even like familial love, like it is, it is a motherfucking inside job. And that, in that way, I do think that there is this kind of ultimate equalizer of being human in that way. Um, and again, that's even nuanced, but I, I do think that that's so interesting. And I, I think that that's really where this sense of inner power comes from. And it's daily. I mean, it does have to be like nurtured over and over and over. And it fucking sucks. It's hard. It's hard showing up for yourself, learning how to love yourself, learning how to be like, holy shit, it was me. It was me. I was the one that like decided that I wasn't good enough. I was the one that was okay being in a codependent relationship. I was the one like, yes, a lot of that is conditioning and that's what we learn and all of that. But when we do hopefully have this glimmer, that sense of waking up, hopefully we hold on to it and look at it long enough to be like, I wonder if I could make that light just like a little bit motherfucking brighter. You know what I mean? Like when you really get to be like, I wonder again, it's like, can I, you know, can I take another rock away? Can I take another rock away and really open it? And you're like, holy shit, like the other side of this. Now it's just that scene, that ending scene from the Goonies is what I'm describing. Uh, where they like pull the rocks away and then they're like, this is it. We're still in Oregon or wherever they were. Um, <laughs> but that is very much been what got me here. Was that inside work? Was that, I guess maybe even without knowing it, was the excitement of what will happen if I do deal with all this stuff. And I think I've said this before where I was like, we also don't choose to quote unquote heal until the things that the pain that we're causing ourselves is greater than the pain that we've been avoiding. And I think that that's so important because we can go a really long time doing a lot of other things to feel okay to get in that spot where it's like okay I'm okay today we do a lot of things mine was drinking right that was one of them um being non-confrontational that was another one of like wow I would rather carry the burden of not feeling great in these relationships rather than saying what it is I need and potentially they may blow up right so all of those things and then luckily I did all of this work to get to the place where like I don't engage in those things anymore like it's it's not me being an asshole by being like, hey, I need a little bit more from you or I need a little bit of space from you or, you know, or just frankly, like I see those people I'm like motherfucking red flags, you know, and like I just am like, do not pass go collect $10. Like I'm, you know, I'm, I'm out of the way. Um, 
And so being in this space now where it's like, wow, you're only 37. Like now it's like, okay, what do we want to do? And that's why, you know, the last couple of episodes, if you've been listening in order, um, and what does that even really mean? You know what I mean? In order, it's whatever order you've listened to them in. Um, but from the last two episodes where I've talked about that of like, what does it mean to slow down? What does it mean to really take stock? Because I was like, okay, also now having this opportunity to quote unquote begin again. And it's, it's that other quote, right? Of like, uh, you're not starting from scratch. You're starting from experience. And that even feels like so fucking good where it's like, the first time when I was trying all these things, it was also because like I didn't know the consequence or the outcome. I didn't know myself and I didn't know what I really wanted to offer. And now I've even had enough failure, true failure. Like I, you know, there was, um, I talk about her a lot on this podcast, another wonderful healer and, and artist creator, Nikki Novo. Go check all her stuff out, YouTube, Facebook, all the places. And, uh, in one of her newsletters recently, and it was like, maybe in order to move forward, you have to accept that you failed. And I was like, oh, mm, mm, mm. like it felt like being punched in the face, but then also offered an ice cream. You know what I mean? Like, that's exactly what it felt like. It's like, maybe if you just accept that you failed and you failed fucking hard, right? That's the punch in the face. That's the punch in the gut. And then the ice cream is So now you can actually start from that place. And again, that's how I feel of like, okay, so a lot of the things that I traditionally tried to do failed because I bailed on myself. Well, we don't do that anymore. So now we get to be in this place and we get to start again. So all of those feelings, all of that stuff has gotten me to this place where my new mantra is like, this is it. Right now, this is it. You know, like we we do this thing where it's like, you know, oh, forever, I want to get married and have babies. And then you have young babies and it's like, oh, I can't wait till they're like a little bit older because then traveling will be easier. Or, oh, I can't wait till they're older because then we'll be sleeping through the night. And it's like, and then they're going to be older. And then you're gonna be like, oh, remember when they were little? Oh, it was so cute when they were little. And then all of a sudden they're going to be graduating and you're like, oh, remember, like there's always going to be something else. You know, we even do that with our bodies. We hate our bodies because it's like, oh, remember like my body used to look this way. And so, oh, I'm only going to like my body when it looks back that, you know, when it looks the way that this way looked or oh, like we're always existing. This is not new information. You know what I mean? Caveat. This is totally regurgitated my own experience and observation of these things. But it's like, yeah, we're either living in the past or we're living for the future right? Like, oh, this podcast, Rachel, this is going to be really fun when you have on like, you know, Jay Shetty comes on your podcast. That's when it'll be a real podcast. It's like, why? Sure. Jay Shetty, amazing uh, man doing great things uh, for the world. And I'm sure it would be a wonderful conversation, but it's like, why is that any more valid than the work that you're doing right now? Right? It's like, we, we do that all the time of like, oh, well, once this thing is successful, then it'll feel X. It's like, also accept like it may not be successful, you know, like Jay Shetty may never come on this podcast, you know, or like this podcast could evolve into something else. Like whatever the example is for you, it's like, see the distinction. And we always know that, right? Anxiety comes because you're either living in the past or the, uh, the future. You're not living in the present. Right. And I feel like so much of our dissatisfaction 
comes from that. And it used to be, I felt like, you know, like with my drinking, it was, I was more comfortable if I was a little lubed up because of, for whatever reason, I couldn't be myself or I felt like if I was myself, people wouldn't like me or whatever, right? You have a couple drinks, you can be a little bit cooler, you're a little bit more relaxed. Even that was like the, I think if we just accept that most of life is the in-between moments And in fact, if we can find the beauty or the comfortability in the in-between moments, it actually makes it less painful. I know you're thinking, Rachel, I need an example. You're welcome. I've got one. Humble brag. uh, This morning I was at the gym and it's a very just comedic and humbling experience being back in the gym. And uh, there was this exercise where we are supposed to, you're bench hopping. So you hop from either side of the bench and when you get to the other side then you do a burpee right And you're doing this for almost a minute straight this may sound easy this is not this is very difficult okay and I found that I was like grimacing and I'm like Hur. and I'm like wait a minute I'm doing the thing we do in life which is this is hard so let me just acknowledge how hard it is let me just make it harder let me just 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 eat on this entire minute about how hard this is and I was like what if I reverse this what if I go, it's just a minute. And then I relax my shoulders, relax my jaw, and count one, two, three, hop. One, two, three, hop. One, two, three, hop. And then once I got in that groove, it's like, okay, now you can add in those burpees. One, two, three, hop, burpee. Back up, one, two, three. And that minute went by fast. You're right. Uh, still slow. Still felt very slow. Um, <laughs> but it was easier. And it was the perfect example where it was like, oh, that's what we do all the time in life. We do that all the time. It's like, oh, this is going to be harder. This is going to suck. So then all we do is we talk about how hard it's going to be or how much it's going to suck all the way up until the moment. And then we talk about how hard it is and how much it's going to suck. And then you tell the story later about how hard it was and how much it sucked. It's like, why? You know what I mean? Why? Like... There's going to be so many more moments that are hard and are just going to suck. It's like, can you ease into that? Like, what would that feel like? And then, because at our gym, then they're in circuits. So now the next time that I came back to that exercise, I was like, I wonder what it would be like if I spoke to myself the way I would speak to somebody else if I were coaching them. Because I would never, if they were doing it, being like, remember when you actually used to be able to do this? (laughs) You're so not strong anymore. Like, just think about like how long it's going to take you till you can like actually do this exercise. (laughs) Like that's like, you should be embarrassed. Like that's the shit that I'm saying to myself. I would never dream of saying that to another individual. So I was like, all right, let's just try this time. If I was like cheering myself on and excited for my progress and excited for myself and sure, let's take the humor out of it. Let's take the love out of it. Is it a lame exercise? Sure. But is it potent as fuck? Yeah. I mean, that's the thing. Like I've realized, like sometimes I get embarrassed because I'm like, like self-help, all that's so lame and this and that. And I'm like, sure. Two things can be true at once. Like it can be a little cheesy and it also doesn't take away from the fact that like it works. It works. So get over yourself, you know, like that's how I felt in the moment. So at any rate, that was just the perfect example of 
you know, this is it right now. It's not, oh, 18 months from now when you're like super strong and fit and feeling good. And it's like, no, 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 it's right now. This is it today. Cause you chose to honor yourself and get up early and get to the gym so that the rest of your day would be better. You know, you, you chose to get up and make yourself food before you had coffee because you know that when you have coffee first and then you feel crazy and then you're like, why do I feel crazy? And then you get annoyed with your husband with everything that he does and then it's harder to do. Th- Just make yourself the meal. Just make yourself the meal, you know? That's the other thing. We do all of this stuff to just avoid the thing that's in front of us. Because again, we don't want to feel or we want to feel okay. So we think that doing all these other things, that's the perfect definition of getting out of your own way. And actually in this exact moment, oof, this is wild. In this exact moment, I just remembered, if you're listening to this, I'm like shaking my whole body. I'm like, my whole body's activated. When I was in uh, comedy studies, it was a uh, collegiate program that was a part of Columbia College of Chicago where I went to college and then with the Second City. And I was uh, doing a lot and very involved in Second City at the time. And, you know, I was very uh, new, I guess, to comedy in that way. I'd always performed. But as far as like working towards be- actually becoming a professional, you know, comedian and performer, that was kind of the the very beginning and Ann Libra, who's still, I think, the department head in Chicago. And uh, when we had our reviews at the end of comedy studies, and she looked at me, and she said, you have the thing that I can't teach. And she said, but if you don't learn how to get out of your own way, that will be your biggest struggle. And it's like, I almost want to email her now and be like, Ann, I figured it out. (laughs) Like, I truly figured out how to get out of my own way because sometimes there would be those moments, there'd be those shows, there'd be those those stretches of time where I could figure it out. But it, you know, learning truly how to get out of our own way, how to get out of that resistance, how to truly do something different so that you have a different outcome, right? That's like, if nothing changes, nothing changes. It's like truly learning how to do that. It is a lifelong skill. It's a muscle right? Like anything else. And so it's like, that's how I feel now. It's like, this is it. Every, every single choice and everything. It's like, it's right now. It's now. It's not later. It's not, oh, what are they going to say? Or what are they going to think? No, no, no. It's now. This is it. This is it. And I think that is, there's, you know, I, um, (laughs) not to just be bragging about myself again, uh, but I occasionally suffer from panic attacks And if you've ever had a panic attack, my heart is with you. If you haven't, God bless you because they are really brutal. And I've never had super, super severe ones. I know there's, it is a little bit of a um, scale uh, spectrum. And typically now I can start to feel when I'm going to have one and I can bring myself down. I have enough tools to be able to like ground myself pretty quickly. But I've actually found that my propensity to be in that space has diminished quite significantly from these exercises of doing the thing that's in the moment. Do the thing that's in the moment. And there is this, that, that idea of like, this is it. It's happening now. Like, yeah, it sucks. Like not sleeping and like having a baby and, and I, who I love more than anything. And I feel so connected to, and you know, but it's like balancing him and then having to balance like the, you know, how can I take care of two little guys at once? And what does that feel like? And, 
It's like rather than having this like mom guilt or I could be doing it better or whatever, it's like this is it. You have the opportunity to like embrace all of these things now, right now. And I know this may be one of those episodes where it's like maybe those new it and like you get, you're like, yeah, like boom, we're going to do it. And then, you know, life's going to knock you in the face a couple times in the next couple of days. And it's going to be like, this is... Um, this is it, right? It's like, it's diminishing returns. Like, at first you're going to be like, this is it, this is it. And then a couple of things are going to happen. You're like, this is it. You know, and then it's some more things. You're like, that's what she said. Uh, this is it. It's for, for her it is. You know, it's like, that's just going to be what it feels like. But it's not about, that's the other thing is like, it's the practice. It is the Leanne Womack of it all. You know, it's like, I hope you dance. Like when it's, it's not consistent. And I think that's so much of like with the idea of discipline and consistency and just all of these practices around mental health and self-love. And, you know, I think even, uh, those of us that, you know, have like depression or anxiety or, you know, addictions and all of these things, it's like, this idea that somehow we're going to get to a clearing. And it's like, I do again, going back to what I said um, a bit ago about like, it's really the inner work and that's the equalizer. I think when we really focus on that place that it does get, it doesn't get easier, but we, I've said this a million times, we have more evidence of knowing that it works. Like now I have more evidence of knowing like it's easier if I just make myself the meal. Then I got to go a step further. Okay. Eat all of it. Cause you made it for yourself. Now I'm going to go even a step further. And rather than just leaving the dishes in the sink, because it's like, well, then that seems easier. It's like, can you not only wash the dishes off now, can you put them in the dishwasher? Now that is complete. I know to some people, some people listening are going to be like, yeah, of course I like make myself a meal. And I, you know, like that seems so easy. And then some of you are going to be on, you know, my neurodigestion, divergent folks like myself or my highly anxious people. And you're like, yeah, I know what that feels like where every single part of that feels like a different task and it feels hard. And there is this thing of like, I'm like, this is it. This is it. This is it. Just all the way through, you know, cause I'm like, we can do it. And that is even that part of like getting out of your own way. You know, like I'm, I'm working on, um, a new hour of stand-up I'm putting together. And I was like, man, I have not been on stage in so long where I'm like, this is it, baby. This is fun. We're doing this because it's fun. Because that's the other thing. I mean, and God bless LA, but it's like, that's one of the things where it's like, you forget why you moved there. Because you're surrounded by all these people. I mean, if you guys remember back in the day when we actually used to go into um, casting director's offices <laughs> for auditions, um, and I remember like being on the Fox lot and going into, you know, one of the bungalows for an audition and you could feel everybody in there. I mean, just collectively, it just like everyone is just pinging with anxiety. And I used to stand outside. I'd tell the casting assistant, I'm like, I'm going to be outside. And then they would just call me because I was like, I couldn't even be around it because I would just be enveloped with everybody else's anxiety rather than being like, oh my, God, we're on the Fox lot. This is where they make television. Like, this is amazing. Even if I go in there and I flub a line or it's shitty or whatever, like this is it. We're doing it, you know? And so it's like, I think that's also the, the, that goes back to pulling yourself into the present where it's like, holy shit, like this is it. So that has been 
so much of this phase of life that I'm in right now and and I'm hoping that this this kind of juice this energy like keeps up for a little bit just to kind of get me uh, uh, you know it's like I'm pushing some big boulders up a hill right now and I have a great team of folks around me that are supporting me and helping me push up this boulder but ultimately it's me in the front of the line being like no it's worth it this is worth it you guys we're gonna get somewhere you know and just blind faith of being like we're gonna get this motherfucking rock to the top of the motherfucking hill okay And people are going to show up to see us do it. Um, So wherever you are in your journey, I trust that all of this does uh, more or less relate to you in some way, you know, and and you're somewhere in this, in this journey of how can I get to just fully living present? Obviously there's people much more, you know, quote unquote, enlightened than myself. Eckhart Tolle wrote the great book, The Power of Now. But I think that there's also something to... What I love about this is it is it's a little playful. It doesn't have to be, you know, because sometimes it's like, you know, my son was just not sleeping and I'd put him down and then he'd start crying and then I'd, I'd breastfeed him again and then he'd fall asleep on the boob and then I'm like, this is the problem that I try to put him down. And in the moment where it's like, I'm so tired, my husband's exhausted, it's the middle of the night, I know how much stuff I had to do the next day and I'm like, this is it, this is it, this is it too. This is also it, you know? So embrace all of that, and I, and I will leave you with this, that the other part I think that has allowed me to embrace that is knowing that I've failed at other things, and I made it anyway. Like, I, I think sometimes we're, we're living so much in the past of t- other times that it's worked, or we're beating ourselves up about the past of times that it didn't work. And then we're like, oh, but when we get to the future, like that's when it'll work, but it'll only work in the future if you work it now. So there is that sense of, you know, again, with this excitement of I'm making this new hour uh, that we're going to shoot a comedy special next year and go on tour. And I'm like, oh my God, like I am so excited to be on stage and I'm so excited to like have this life that I'm learning how to balance because it's here. And the only reason that it's gotten to this place is because of self-love and self-compassion. I think self-compassion even more than self-love because compassion is loving yourself even when you feel like you don't uh, quote unquote deserve it, right? Like in doing those bench hops into a, a burpee today and like having to do it first in sections and talk to myself and I'm audibly talking and there's all these, you know, people in varying degrees of strength all around me. And I'm like, I'm not here for them. So I don't fucking care. You know, like this is here for me. I am here for me. And so having that sense of love and compassion has really shifted what I feel like I have the ability to accomplish and to do. Um, without a sense of ego. I think that's also the great thing about accepting our failures or things that didn't work or accepting that we abandoned ourselves, accepting that we were abandoned, you know, all of these different things. It is that self-compassion that it's like, I don't have to live in the shame of those things anymore, that I can be compassionate to myself and be like, yeah, that was tough. That was fucking gross. That was hard. That was not fun, you know, and being like, but you did it. So now we know that you can move forward in doing other things. <sighs> How does she do it? How does she do it? It can be done. Uh, That's it. 
That's all I got today. That's it. This is it. We did it. I uh, want to invite you again. If you are not subscribed to the YouTube page, what are you doing? It's 2023. Get over there. Get over there. Subscribe to our YouTube. I'm starting up a pretty fun uh, community engagement page. We're going to be doing a lot of stuff there. I'm going to be doing a couple of lives on YouTube. So that'll be fun. We're going to be doing some stuff here at the podcast over there. So please uh, go over there, like, subscribe. You can check out videos there. Uh, also, if you're listening to this, you probably follow me on Instagram, but if you don't give me a follow there, lots of fun stuff. I update my stories a lot. Uh, I've even been putting up the recipes of things that I'm cooking. Uh, you can follow along on my giant, uh, lifestyle shift. I've always been in nightclubs. I've always been touring. So I've had late nights. I now have two children and my life and schedule shifted. So now I'm working towards going to bed at about 10 30 AM waking up at 5.45. Now, again, this to you may not seem like a major shift. This is a giant, huge, huge thing that I'm implementing for myself. So we're making it fun. I'm sharing it there. Uh, We're also on TikTok. You can go over there and you can follow me on the TikTok. All the same thing. Super fun. I've got a newsletter uh, that goes out two times a month, shares all sorts of fun goodness. Can kind of let, uh, let you guys know what fun offerings we have. I have all sorts of different invitations every month of stuff that you can come and join me in doing. Uh, and then I've also uh, give you guys some fun Oracle card readings. Speaking of which, we're going to do another one because mama's really been into this. So as you know, if you've been listening the last couple of weeks, I've been doing Oracle card pulls and this has been, uh, last week was Sky Daddy, oh, Grandfather Sky. And uh, again, so I, oh, you know what? I'm not even going to pull one. I just pulled, <laughs> oh, can't make this shit up. This is why I love it. Because it's like people are like, I don't believe in magic, uh, fair, but then I do things like this and I'm like, how not? You know what I mean? Um, I just pulled the cards out of here. That was it. I was going to go to shuffle them and I picked it up and the card on top was going forward. So that's our card. (laughs) And it's just this beautiful kind of clearing in nature here. And uh, yeah, I love it too because it's almost golden and there's all these light orbs around and a few trees. And I love it because it looks like there's some dark clouds, so it's kind of like you're coming out of this storm, but there's a couple pockets of, you know, uh, sun, and so it's like, okay, we're coming out the other side, and then you have this beautiful sun that's rising, so it's like, all right, we've been through the storm, you know, the the path is clear, and it's very verdant, it's very green, so it's like kind of the promise of, uh, you know, like abundance, and, and if nothing else, the the freedom of knowing that moving forward is always going to be fresh if you allow it to be. Um, and I also love that it's long and the path on here goes almost into the hills and then you lose it. So it is that of like, you don't have to think too far ahead. You know, it's like with going forward and being like, it's like you can stay present enough to know, you know, theoretically, it's like what's 50, 60 feet in front of you. And what does that mean for you? Maybe that's five months. Maybe that's six months. Maybe that's a year and a half. Like what is that presence that this is it, that going forward? And then what beyond that? It's like, we don't need to be concerned with that because when we're doing the, this is it, when we're in this moment, it actually allows for 
magic. <laughs> it allows for the universe to work with you because you're not micromanaging it. You're being like, I'm going to stay in this moment knowing that this is what I'm wanting to do with my integrity, the best of my ability to what I know now. And then, you know, kind of once we get over that hill, boom, and we can't see the path anymore, we're going to trust that a new path is going to open up. So it's a really beautiful card. We're going to read uh, what the guidebook says here. Um, but that was everything from just from looking at the card. That was what I got. Okay, here we go. Going forward, grassy hills. Here we go. Grasses are one of the most abundant families of plants on earth. From the earliest days of human history, grasses have played an important role in life. We eat grass, oat, barley, and wheat are all kinds of grass. Okay, that I did not know. Uh, we have thatched our roofs with it, fed it to our animals, walked on it, had picnics on it, and made love on it. Ooh. Its matrix of roots prevents erosion. Oh, interesting. Its matrix of roots prevent erosion, and its lush, rapid growth produces volumes of oxygen. Ooh. Its lush, rapid growth produces volumes of oxygen. Grasses are one of the world's most significant food sources. Grass in past times has symbolized growth, productiveness, prosperity, new ideas, and fulfillment. If you are picking this card, we want you to know, when you receive this card, fertility, productivity, love, health, abundance, and fulfillment are ahead of you. Ahead of you. Things are growing and expanding in your life. Keep going forward. Sometimes it may be easy to be distracted by what's occurring around you. But this card indicates that it's important to not let anything hold you back from increasing the bounty in your life. Step up and know that your needs will be taken care of. Again, that's that make yourself the meal. Clean off the plate. Put the plate back. You got to step up. That's talking yourself through. I can do these bench hops, but I'm going to do it slow, right? So step up and know that your needs will be taken care of. Your life is escalating and intensifying in the best possible way and for your highest good. Can't make this shit up. Can't make it up. Guys, uh, this has been the most fun. As always, this is it. Tune out. Tune in. I'll see you next week. Love you, mean it.